This show brought to you by Circle of Seven Productions, www.cosproductions.com. Please be sure to subscribe and welcome to our circle. Well, hello, everybody. This is Readers Entertainment Radio. I am Patricia W. Fisher here, hoping you've had plenty of good reads this last week, and I've got some more for you. Before we get started, I wanted to say I hope all of you are staying healthy and safe, and a great big thank you to all those essential workers out there who are keeping that, um, keeping that uh, engine going. Um, to all of you health responders, um, first-line First-line workers, I really want to say uh, I worked in the emergency room for years, and uh, I probably just have a very small inkling of what you're going through right now. So I, I really, really appreciate all of you out there who are going to work every day and taking care of uh, all of us who are all of those who are not feeling so great. So please stay safe, and uh, we thank you for that. Um, and to keep us a little bit uh, entertained and um, having some new reads here on your shelf, whether it's an e-reader or print, I have a new author for you to hear about. Uh, Sonia B. is a new author, wife, mother, and daughter. She enjoys spending time with her family, cooking, traveling, and, of course, writing. Most days you can find her with a good paranormal romance in hand. Her love of romance uh, birthed her dream of becoming an author. She loves hearing from her readers, and you can check on her on Facebook and Instagram. Axel, her latest book, is the first of the Sal- Salvant Brothers series, and it's out now. Welcome to the show. Miss Sonia, how are you today? I am fine. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, um, so tell me, during all of this uh, quarantine and stay-at-home and such, what has helped you kind of escape the chaos of it? What, kind of, what authors do you, are your go-to authors to reach for for a bit of escapism? Um, let's see. I like um, Edwina Fort. Um, she has some amazing mm-hmm. books that are out. Um, uh, Rihanna Mallory, um, L. Lauren, um, Keta Kendricks, um, Olivia Gaines. I mean, it's it's a bunch of them. <laughs> it's a bunch of them. So that you I like say twenty read. twenty. Yeah, that stock, that shelf is stocked, and it's and it's nice to have. Um, those go-to authors that you know are going to always give you that amazing story. Um, right. Were they part of the reason that you aspired to be a writer? Um, well, you know, before I started writing, I, I would read. I mean, I was an avid reader. You know, I don't read as much as I used to because I'm spending time between working and writing, so I don't really read as sure. much. But um, when I did read, I mean, I always kind of wanted to play with writing, you know what I'm saying? But I kind of just kept mm-hmm. pushing it off, you know, because when you're, you're reading all these phenomenal authors, you know, and, and you, like, compare yourself to them, like, well, well, will my writing be as good as theirs and stuff like that? So self-doubt will come in. And so um, I had started um, writing um, from the Sultry Ink series, book one, and it – I got about a chapter in, almost a chapter in, and, and that chapter sat for about three to four, um, three, almost four years, and I would mm, just go back okay. and kind of look at it and kind of add a little bit to it and stuff like that, and so um, last year, around May, April, end of April, May or whatever, I, I pulled it out and I was looking at it, 
and I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to finish this book. You know, I'm like, so I'm going to do it, and I'm going to put it out there, and if it does, good, fine. If it doesn't, that's fine, too. At least I can say that I did it. And so when I wrote that book, I never thought that it would be seven books later. It was just supposed to be just that one book, and it ended up, it just grew. So it turned into a seven-book series, and it's just, you know, the Sultry Ink series. And it just it just grew right. from there, and it's it's still growing because I I still got outlines for other books to add to that series and spinoffs and stuff like that. And that series is actually a paranormal. It's about shapeshifters. So okay, yeah, okay. So that's how that kind of went and about it, with that. I just I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, well, my question is, it's sultry ink, which is kind of obvious that that you would have. It's a little bit on the softer side, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, it's, um, um, that way people know, you know, it does, it is. And that's, that's a, a wonderful genre. So um, sometimes mm-hmm. people just want more of the paranormal, but I mean, a little bit of, I kind of like a mix, you know, I like, I'm going to have paranormal. I like a little bit of softness that's going on, you know? Right. It's, it's paranormal, but it's, you know, um, you have your alpha males and then you have their equal alpha females, like the I've, I've read mm-hmm. books to where the females are like the damsel in distress type thing or whatever, but my females are just, they're bad asses, just as equal as their alpha males. So, you know, so you it. have that and you have like the romance in it and you have the erotica in it, you know, and there's, you know, the presence of family, you know what I'm saying? So it, 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 they stick mm-hmm. together as a family. You have all these different um animal shapeshifters, but they all come together as a family and they all have each other's back. Like they will go to war for each other and they do. (laughs) Right, right. So I have somebody who's calling in. Hold on a second. Let's see Miss Unique's here. Okay. She's buzzing in. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. We are, this is Miss Unique and she is um, she reached out to me to ask, tell me about Miss Sonia to come on the show. So I was super excited that she did. And Miss uh, Sonia was telling us about her first series, the Sultry Ink series, and the paranormal and the very sexy shapeshifters and such. Um, and so, um, how did you guys know each other? How do you guys? Did you were you friends, or how are you working together? Uh, no, we weren't at the time, but we are now. Um, I, I actually promote authors. I actually promote authors, okay. and I was in her inbox um, asking her if she needed some help promoting her books. And she said yes. And from that, um, not only was a business relationship formed, a friendship was formed as well. You know, this is one of the things I absolutely love about as the the romance writing industry, and I know that there's a lot of this in other genres as well, but the camaraderie that comes about when mm-hmm. you create this really amazing product, you create this really amazing story, and how we absolutely not only meet friends and editors and agents and, and uh, public relations and such, but they not only become our business partners, but also our friends, and that's huge. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because... Yeah. When you when Unique came along and everything and stuff like that, like you know, like she said, like the, fin- the friendship built as as well as the business side of it, 
And, like, she's, like, my motivator, too. Like, she's the one that's, like, you know, she's on me, like, you know, well, what did you do, what you got done, did you write anything today, you know, you know, she next, and I need that extra little oomph sometimes, you know. And so mm-hmm. with that, mm-hmm. we, you know, we both fight hard for these books because <laughs> we, you know, we want it. them to do good, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, it, it, it's awesome course. having her in, her in my corner. So, yeah. I love it. Oh, thank so, you. That's so Sonia, sweet. tell me. <laughs> Sonia, tell me the first book of the Sultry Ink series. What's the title? The first, the first book is called Out of the Blue. Okay. And, and, and it's all and like, do you, do you pull a, like a string of, of the same kind of characters? Are they all, you know, you were talking about family. So it's, it's a group that it's, those familiar yeah, characters all, keep coming back from the different stories. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. The, the main characters keep coming back. And then, you know, as, the books go on, there are other characters that are introduced also. So like from the second book, which is called um, A Vixen's Redemption, um, we have a mm-hmm. character called Uncle Butch, who is actually the um, main female character, uh, Pix. It's her, it's her uncle. And so mm-hmm. when I wrote it, he was just, you know, like a secondary character, but everybody fell in love with him. So he has carried on into – so much so that book six is his book. Like I had to write a book about him because everybody just loved Uncle Bush. See, so that's what's so fun yeah. about this because um, you have, I, I've talked to so many authors that have books and they, you know, you have your blueprint of, okay, I'm going to write about these three people. Right. And then these mm-hmm. are the main books. And then someone comes up to you and says, well, what about so-and-so? And you look at them like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't anticipate they right. had their own story. Exactly. Yeah. So much that's, fun. And that's that's what happened with Uncle Bush. And like he was just a secondary character and just everybody just loved him because he was just so real and honest and he he loves their kids. He calls their kids his own kids. And so I would mm-hmm. tell people the funny thing about, well, it's not funny, but, like, the thing about Uncle Butch was I actually based him off my father who passed away three years ago. So, and all oh, his well, mannerisms yeah. and the way that he, you know, does this stare or whatever, my father used to do the same thing. And he was just really blunt and he didn't, you know, sugarcoat anything or whatever. So, you know, and mm-hmm. that kind of makes me feel good that everybody fell in love with him because it's like, you know, y'all fell in love with my dad too, so... Right, and that's really cool. Was um, how long did it take you? You said you finished that first book. It was the Sultry Ink book, right? And that was yes. about a year ago. So you've had seven books since then, and then well, you've actually, got a new um, series going. Right, um, Sultry Ink uh, was released on July thirty first. Um, uh huh. And well, Out of the Blue was released on July thirty first, and then. The last book, which was uh, book seven, was actually released in February. February? Okay. It was, fe- it was February, right, Unique? Yeah. Yes, February. So, yeah, so almost, mm-hmm. almost each month after Out of the Blue dropped, I had a book dropping each month after that. November was the only month that I didn't have a book drop in November, but pretty much mm-hmm. every month there was a book drop. So after – the last book, which um, of Sultry Ink, which was, um, oh my goodness, I can't even think of my book's name. <laughs> um, Rain over. It's called, it's called Rain over me. Sorry, sorry. It's called Rain over me. That one, you know, 
dropped in February. So then last month, I, you know, somebody, I'm not going to mention any names, but somebody, you know, challenged me to stretch my pen to um, write outside of the paranormal genre. And so okay. I did, and that's how the Savant Brothers came along. Axel, which is book one, which came out okay. last month on the 21st. Right. And that book made me very nervous. I was scared. And because, you know, I was so used to writing the paranormal, paranormal books. And so when this book was released, it just skyrocketed. I mean, I went on to Amazon just to see what the figures look like or whatever. Never would I have thought that mm-hmm. I would look on there. And I got the number one bestseller in Italian literature. And it's still doing phenomenal. Wow. Yeah, the so book that I was here to put why out. why you picked, yeah. <laughs> Well, but that's always, I think, I've talked to so many authors that it doesn't matter how much they write, how well and how much, you know, how many books they've sold, sending that book in and waiting for it to hit, um, mm-hmm. it's, always, it's always that, it's just, this is going to be it. This is, this is when they're going to realize I can't write anything. Um, mm-hmm. And, and they, they're like all excited that you have, new, that you have a new story out. Um, right. Tell me how you came about Axel. Tell, tell me how you came about this series. Um, I, there's a, a a friend. He's my friend now. That um, I he, I follow him on Instagram. His name is Maro Punty, and um, he had this picture, and I was like, wow. Like he kind of looks like reminds me of a Grim Reaper. So I was just like kind of looking at that picture, and I was just like, hmm. So I, I didn't want to do like necessarily like a paranormal Grim Reaper type, but I started mm-hmm. thinking about it and everything and stuff. So I just started kind of like, you know, writing down ideas, you know, and me and Unique would kind of get together and be like, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know, kind of outlining and stuff like that. And so when it was all said and done, it turned into this hitman romance kind of okay. like a second chance romance book. So it's kind of like a mafia book also. It's, well, it is. It's a mafia book also. Um, mm-hmm. But the story just of what Axel had to go through and endure, you know, it's not that he set out to be a hitman. It was like he was made to be a hitman. So, and he okay. went through a, um, a lot of hard times, him and his brothers, you know, and his mother and, you know, the love of his life, you know, it's, some people, I have people say that it's it's dark, it's a dark romance, I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily think that it's dark, I just think that, you know, he just, he went through a lot of stuff that, you know, you would kind of think like, you know, wow, you know, and he still, you know, has his sanity almost or whatever, but, you know, his moniker, you know, when he get ready to take, you know, a hit out, he all, he tells them before he destroys them, you know, may your soul rest in peace, and people know, all they know, they don't know who he is, but all they know is this name of this person that calls itself the Snatcher of Souls. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So do you, mm-hmm. um, how many books have you plotted out for this series so far? Right now it's just three, but. Okay. Um, okay. It can, it can grow. It, it it can grow. Um, I just finished uh, book two, which is um, Felix, which is the second brother. 
Felix Savant. I just finished mm-hmm. his book. Um, it's in editing now, so hopefully we'll have that out in the next couple of weeks. So, and then there's the the younger brother whose name is Adam, which his book I'm mm-hmm. be working on here pretty soon. Well, we've already started it, but just to get back into it. Um, so, and then right. there's other characters that are introduced that it, where it can, you know, grow from there too. Kind of like how Sultry Inc. went. So, you know, but right sure. now it's just I'm thinking just the three books, but you never know. It, it can grow. I, I doubt right. if it only stays at. I doubt if it only stays at three books. Well, yeah. I, I doubt that too. Well, but I'm, just, I'm saying yeah. three now. No, it's, it, it would <laughs> yeah. definitely be more than more than three books. I can see um, the Savant Brothers probably being more books than than um, Sultry Inc. Because um, number one banner, people are craving for book two, and I can just see more and more because um, I don't think they're just going to let her stop at the three brothers. She's going to have to do books, or she could remain with the three brothers, but just giving them different. Um, uh, stories for each one, you know, something new happens with Alex or, I mean, Axel or something new happened with Adams or Felix or just introducing the secondary characters because this book is doing more than, than she thought it would do. It is it's really good. It is really a good book. Cool. Yeah. So tell me, you know, you've got this seven books and now you've got another series that you're doing. A lot of people who write series struggle with keeping all the characters straight. Um, I remember years ago, I got to go to a talk with Beverly Jenkins and um, Brenda Jackson, who talked about mm-hmm. them, you know, because they've each written these massive series. And, you know, mm-hmm. Beverly, they both have historicals and then descendants and all this other stuff. And so it's like, mm-hmm. how do you keep it all straight? And it was a fascinating talk about, you know, everyone has their own technique. Because readers will remember what someone's you know, what character's eye color was in book two. If it's different in book seven, you know, they're going to let mm-hmm. you know. Do you have a system? Do you, do you write it down? I mean, you have an Excel. What do you do? Actually, I, um, I keep it. <laughs> she, yeah, she keeps it. And also, I keep um, it. <laughs> because I'm like, uh-uh, you got to keep these names straight because I am, right. I am one of those readers. Before I, I, I started to promote authors, I'm one of those readers. If I read your book, and then two books later, we're talking about the same characters, but they have different names, and I'm like, okay, she should have had a notepad in front of her, or she should have had some stickies when she started writing again, because it takes away from the book, to me, you know, as a reader, yeah, it yeah. takes away from the book, yeah. because I'm like, you can't even keep up with your own characters, really? So it takes away exactly. from the book. And, and so when, when Sonia and I took um, our relationship a step further than just being a promoter, but also being her agent and being her proofreader, you know, reading over the chapters to make sure they flow, I keep a right. list of names to make sure that we don't, because I know as a reader, I don't like that. So I'm thinking if I mm-hmm. like that, I'm sure there's other readers out there that feel the same way. So between exactly. the two of us, yeah, between the two of us, we will keep the name straight. We have to. Like if her name was Kira in right. book one, her name is going to be Kira in book seven. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And also like each book, each, point, yeah. each book that I, I write, that I start, I have to buy a brand new spiral notebook. So uh-huh. and I, I I write my notes down in that, you know, I'll, I'll write in it some, you know, and I'll have like each page of, you know, 
the character's descriptions, you know, like and the outlines and how I wanted the flow and stuff like that. So each one of my books, I might not never finish the notebooks, but I still have, mm-hmm. I can always go back to that notebook and pull it for reference and stuff like that. So I have like all these unused, well, not unused, but halfway used notebooks for each of my books. Mm-hmm. So that 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 mm-hmm. helps a lot too. Yeah. She's going to need a oh, storage yeah, area. Sure. She's going to need a storage area. Her husband's <laughs> going to put her out because she would not write two <laughs> stories in the same. She would not write two stories in the same tablet. It has to be a fresh notebook with nothing but that particular book. And you have all these pages mm-hmm. left, but she won't use them for mm-hmm. another story. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. like, her husband is going to either get her storage area. He's going to tell her, her her books need to find an apartment or something. Cause she hey, I, I'm good <laughs> with a she shed. <laughs> She yeah, you're kidding, right? Cheryl got a she shed. <laughs> right. Yeah, she, she's she's yeah. going to need one because um, she hasn't even, I mean, readers have not even imagined yet the top of, uh, of the pinnacle for her because she she is hungry for, for her stories and getting them out. So readers have a lot to look forward to coming from her, and I just, I just know that those notebooks are going to start to pile, and he's going to be like, okay, yeah, she needs a she share. She's about to do something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so do you have, do you do vision boards? Do you have, I mean, do you save pictures? I mean, what do you do to inspire yourself with these different characters? Because I know, you know, you can generally say, okay, this is the idea I have, and maybe they look like right. this person or that person, but in, you know, sometimes um, you need those visual cues. Yeah, no, I, I do. I will go and I will, um, first I'll write down the description of how I want the character to look. And then I mm-hmm. will hunt for the closest picture I can find of how that character looks. And I will keep that. Okay. And so when I'm, you know, when I'm writing about that character, I can just, you know, kind of look at that visual, you know, and kind of, use it as a guideline to kind of, you know, describe them and, you know, and say, you know, if they have tattoos or how I want their body to look, you know, stuff like sure. that. Because my my readers, they want character visuals all the time. And I'm like, so, yeah, I got to sure. have something because I'm like, you know, it's going to be close to what I'm describing. So, yeah, I, I do. I, I do find pictures that are um, as close to the character's appearance as possible. And it makes it okay. easier that way, you know. Sure. Sure. Have you ever had, like, you've pulled a picture, like you're thinking about, maybe haven't posted it, and then a reader has actually sent you that same picture? Or, like, no, that same actor but, or the same model? No, but it's funny because um, I haven't had a, a, a reader do that, but one of my um, fellow author friends, um, you know, we was talking about the character Uncle Butch, and I had this one guy that, that I use for my character visualization and it's so funny that she used the same guy for her character mm-hmm. and we didn't even know that we were thinking about the same guy you know what I mean it just happened that way or whatever but um <laughs> no I never had a reader you know say well you know this rem-, well I've had them say this reminds me of this guy but not one that I've actually picked we, we never picked the same one right right have you ever mm-hmm. had someone send you somebody and you go, oh, wow, I would never have picked that person, but I can see why they did? Yes. I've had some send me some <laughs> for um, Jax, who is uh, the leading guy in uh, Out of the Blue, um, where they mm-hmm. had, you know, their visual of him or whatever. Um, 
Unique has picked some that she said, and, you know, sometimes we'll go back for it and we'll be like, I'll be like, no, that's not, no, that's not. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we'll, we'll go back and forth on character. And I'm like, no. And she'd be like, yeah, that's that's him. And I'm like, okay, okay. But, you know. <laughs> well, but, but it sounds like you're always writing. Are you always mentally I, writing a scene? Are you always yes. mentally writing something new? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like right now, I'm forcing myself not to write. I'm going over as mm-hmm. as book two is in editing. I'm I'm going over it again. So when they send it to me for final edits, if I have any changes, that's already done. But at the same time, it's mm-hmm. really hard not to write. When I have a a book drop, you know, most people writers, you know, they'll take a week or two off just to woosah. I I've tried and I can't. Unique to tell you, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll, I'll tell her, I'm like, you know what? I say, I think I'm gonna take this weekend off, or I think I'm gonna take, you know, this week off or a couple of days, and she'll be like, yeah, okay, because she knows it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's, it's not because I feel I'm so used to doing it now that it's it's just second nature. Like I feel like I'm mm-hmm. missing something if I'm not doing it. So I'll keep that notebook close, or you know, I'll keep that laptop close, and I'll just you know kind of jot some stuff down, but. Jotting it down means I'm going to be writing. So I think that's right. why it's been a, a book almost every month that's been dropping. Right. Do you so. have a schedule? Do you do you write on a schedule? No, I just write. I write at work. Okay. So I work okay. in. I already okay. said you work in the ER. I work in the ER also, except I'm the administrative assistant. So I'm in my own office. Mm-hmm. So now with everything going on with you know COVID nineteen and everything. Um, right. where our senses and numbers are so low. So I have all this time where I can just, you know, when I'm not helping them with patients, I can, you know, write. And when I come home, sure. <clears throat> excuse me, I grab something to eat, you know, make sure my house is, you know, in order, and I'm writing. I'm, I'm constantly right. writing. It's not a schedule. But I think um, it used to be that wor- it was work and then writing, now writing is probably eighty percent, eighty five percent, and work is the rest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, it's it's a lot of authors have just basically grabbed time where they can mm-hmm. to get those books done. Um, I think they said John Grisham used to get up at early. You know, a lot of authors would get up, or, you know, spend that early morning time. Um, mm-hmm. Some people write at lunch. You know, uh, I trying to remember which author it was that wrote on, they take paper bags to, for their lunch and would write on the mm-hmm. paper bags. Um, of course, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. well, if you know you're going to do this, maybe you should get a legal pad or something to, you know, take with you like you write right. your exactly. notebooks. Um, and I'm laughing because I have a whole shelf of like like you have notebooks, it's like, okay, this one is for this. I got to draw on the front and make sure, you know, it's just for this. Because mm-hmm. if you p- use the same one for a bunch of different stories, you're like, well, where is it? Where did I put that note? And where did I put it? Exactly. It's too hard. That's why I buy yeah. a whole new one. You got to have separate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, gotta, clean them out right separate. after the back to school special. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the 25 cent exactly. notebooks, just clean them up. Um <laughs> So what has been the most fun about having your books published? I mean, I know there's a lot of things, but what has been the thing that you've just has kind of blown you away about it all? Um, 
I think it really is um, becoming friends and talking to some of the authors that I, you know, read their books, you know, authors that Mm -hmm. have, you know, given me words of encouragement who have now, you know, turned into like author friends, you know, and it's just like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, this is amazing. I mean, I'm like, I'm talking to, you know, Rihanna Mallory or I'm talking to, you know, um, Casey Martin and, you know, and I have their books and it's like I never would have thought that I'd be, you know, author friends with these women. And so, yeah, before the this whole COVID-19 thing or whatever, you know, we were having the um, the IRA in Daytona, which is the um, International Romance, uh, Interracial Romance Authors Expo in Daytona, and it was supposed uh-huh. to happen next weekend. And so I was asked to be um, a featured author, and I was I was floored cool. by that. I mean, I was, like, almost in tears because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be sitting on the panel with all these phenomenal authors that I've, like, read their books, and I've just, you know, and, and to be asked to be a featured author was just amazing. It was just, you know, and then now, you know, with all this going on, it had to get canceled. So, But it's fine. You know, I totally understand about that. But, you know, it's just it's nice to, to be, you know, to be able to speak to these people who I've admired their work for so long and, you know, and then to have them, you know, giving me kudos about my books or, you know, or, or leaving reviews, mm-hmm. you know, about my books. It's just like, really? Like, oh, my goodness, really? Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's like, oh, that's you. And and you'd say, oh, yes. And you'd think, oh, what? They're talking about me? You are asking mm-hmm. about mine? I mean, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's quite humbling and just it's really just a really cool group to be with, a, a really cool um, group of people. Will you guys have anything online instead uh, since you're not going to be in person? Um, they are talking about doing something online. They're getting it together now. I think we're going to have like a couple author um, spotlights in um, the group. Mm-hmm. There's an um, IRA, mm-hmm. IRA um, attendance group um, that we're um, each, you can either do an hour or a two-hour block where you could, you know, talk about your books or anything that you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're getting that together. I think um, we're supposed to do a couple of giveaways. So it's in, it's in the works. So we're just, I'm just waiting for them to let me know what we're going to do. Okay. And if people wanted to find out about that, where would they look? Um, you can check on uh, Facebook. Um, there's actually a group which is they can type in IRA I R A E. Um, okay. Just, well, IRA attendance, and um, it'll take okay. you to the group, and um, you can find out all the information there. I believe they're we're rescheduling. We're not going to have it this year, um, so they're rescheduling it for next year for April of next year. So okay. um, perfect. we're waiting to get the dates on that also, but they have confirmed that we will be, you know, rescheduling it for next year. So and we're going to try to reschedule it for later on this year, but, you know, just with everything so up in, the, up in the air, you know, they thought it was just best to just reschedule it for next year. Right, right. So tell me who, you know, I know you said you've been writing all the time and, and everything, but when you do give yourself downtime. Um, mm-hmm. Who is on your to be red pile right now? Oh God. I got um <laughs> I have um oh, what I have Edwina Fort's book. Um 
is it Redemption Part 2? No, um, Hit Us Tea Maker Part 2. I have that one. Um, I have Alicia McCoy's um, Perfect Waters. Um, who else? Um, I have uh, Growl's, was it Growl's Keep, I think, by VV. Um I got so many of them. I'm telling you, I need to. That's. I need to stop. I need to stop writing to take time to read because these some of these books I've, I've mm-hmm. had downloaded for a while, and I just haven't had the time to read them. So you know, right? If I could just leave the pad and the pen and the laptop alone, I might be able to read one of them. <laughs> but you can't, Candy. You just can't put it down. I I, I can't because I you know it just. I know. When the spirit moves you, you know what they say. You just got to do right. it. That's right. That's <laughs> right. You got to do it. You got to. You got to. Absolutely. So, I mean, growing up, were did you always want to be an author, or was it something that came gradually as you went through school? It just it just came gradually. You know, when I was in school, I mean, I loved English and I loved history and you know stuff like that. I hated math, um, but anything okay. like books, I did like, but. I never thought to be an author. You know, I wanted to be either a business owner or a nurse, you know, and it just it just happened. You know, I kind of, like, thought about it, like, oh, you know, I, I, could, I could write a book. You know, when you read the books, you're like, I could write a book, you know, or whatever. But, uh-huh. you know, sure. I never really thought about it. And then so, you know, like I, my sister would always, you know, tell me just, you know, because I would, tell her about it. She's like, just do it. Just do it. And I'm like, no, no, like, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, you know, I'm like, you, you see all these books that I have with these authors, these, these are amazing books and, you know, they're good reads. And I'm like, and I just, I'm like, I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not on that level. I'm like, I am not on that level. I was like, you know, what if I put it out and it's, it's horrible? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just, it just kind of, it just came out of not not out of nowhere. I just finally just said, forget it. And I'm just gonna do it. But you know, in high school, no, I'm I wanted to be a business owner or a nurse or something like that. I, I never thought about being a writer. So, were there any particular books you on um, writing, or any um, classes or seminars or anything that you took to help guide you during this this journey? Nope, I just picked up the pen and the pad and started writing. <laughs> started writing. Okay. No, no, no um, classes, no yeah. seminars. Mm-mm. What advice do you have for people who? I mean, there's a lot of people at home right now, and and saying, mm-hmm. you know, I've always wanted to have time to do whatever, and um, you, know, you see all the memes going out about, you know, remember the time you said you we should have had time to like clean out your closet and. Yeah, your closet's still not right. Ready, so the problem wasn't you, um, but or the problem wasn't time. Uh, but you know, a lot of people are at home now, and even if it's just to write down their thoughts and journal. I mean, what is your what is your advice for them right now? I tell them just do it. You know, I I wish yeah. I would have years ago when I first started writing out of the blue that I would have went ahead and done it then. You know what I'm saying? Just don't let the self doubt you know, overpower you, just, just do it, you know, because, I mean, I know, I think I told you, Nick, this before, you know, if I'm glad I did it when I did last year versus, you know, back then, even though I wish I would have done it then, but, you know, mm-hmm. God, you know, God put stuff in your path when he's ready for you to do it, 
you know, and so I felt that, you know, having to deal with the loss of my father, you know, and stuff like that and other family issues, you know, and that kind of was a way for me to escape all that and everything. So it was just time for me to do it last year to get started on this career. Um, but mm-hmm. I tell anybody, if you, if you want to do it, if you feel like you can do it, it, you know, just do it. That way you can say that you did it. And you never know that, mm-hmm. that book that you might write that might be, you know, a bestseller. You know what I mean? So, you know, you can just say that you mm-hmm. did it. I mean, just write it. And a lot of times, even if you don't even have it published, if you just keep it to yourself, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. tell your story. Tell your story. There's a lot of stories that people say, you know, well, well, this is the same, this is the same. It could sound the same. It could be close. It could be whatever, but it's your story. Right, right. Well, and we all know every story's been told. I mean, every story's been mm-hmm. told. It's it's exactly. how you tell the story. Um, I had exactly. a, a lovely a lovely author on last week, and she and she and I were talking about how you can give everyone the same prompt, um, you know, boy meets girl, or you know, it's a ghost story, or whatever, and everyone would come up with something different. If right. You, they were all sitting in the same room, and so. I know that that's a big thing that I hear a lot is, well, everyone's heard this story. It's like, yeah, but no one's, no one's heard you tell this story. Right. Exactly. Exactly. What kind of, you know, what kind of um, things did you do to, to keep yourself motivated? Because I know you, you know, you had the fire to write, um, mm-hmm. but you know, self doubt will creep in from time to time. What, what was that motivator for you? <laughs> Unique words. <laughs> Unique, um, unique, and you know, and my readers. It was just, you know, just to do that one book, and then you know, I, I have a group on Amazon, which is the um, Sonia B's um, Sultry Inc. Readers Group, and Mm -hmm. to have people requesting to join the group, and then you know, people just talking about the books, and people wanting to know when's the next book going to come out and everything and stuff. And so that kind of keeps you motivated too, you know, to know that there are people sure. out there that's actually reading your books and, you know, they're, they're you know, and I, and I talk to all my readers. If they reach out to me, I talk to them. You know, I'm very approachable. You know, if they have questions about the books, I'll answer the questions and stuff like that. I mean, some of them I've actually become friends with. So, you know, that yeah. keeps you motivated and stuff, you know, and my family, my husband and my son, they're, they're, they're really supportive, you know, so, you know, it's just, I, I, I like doing it now. I mean, I'm, no, I'm not going to say, like, I love doing it. Um, my goal is to one right. day to um, not have to punch somebody else's clock and just where I could just write full time. Sure. Because I got so many, sure. I have so many stories in my head and they're, they're, they're busting to get out. So Yeah. That's a lot of notebooks. It's a lot of notebooks. It's a lot. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you real quick, with Axel and your Savant Brothers series, is there paranormal aspects in it, or is it just um, no. like a thriller romance? No, this is, no paranormal. It's a thriller. It's okay. pretty much like a, yeah, a thriller romance. Um, okay. When, I, uh, when we first started promoting it and everything, and I had the synopsis up there, and if you, if you read the synopsis and if you read my prior books with the Sultry Ink series, you would kind of think that it was a paranormal. So we had to put a disclaimer at the bottom that said, this is not a paranormal. 
And so, you know, it was amazing to see when um, readers were leaving their reviews, they were saying, like, oh, my God, I'm so used to her paranormal books, and then she comes with this one, which is total opposite, and it's, you know, and it just blew them out the water. You know what I mean? So, you know, so I had to tell people, like, no, it's not a paranormal. You know, it's a thriller romance or, you know, it's a hitman romance. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah, and, and reviews are interesting. I remember when my first book came out, I was, like, so excited about reviews, and everything was mm-hmm. great until that first bad review comes in, and now uh-huh. I don't any of them. Um, because it's just, like, I can't – I used to be just devastated for, like, a week, and and now it's like, oh, whatever. You know, I just get over it. And, and it doesn't right. mean it doesn't bother me in a sense, but it's like, man, I got other mm-hmm. things to think about. Now, my mom – She's like, did you see? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I did not. Mom. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've come. I've come a long that way. That is for from you. The reviews from first, you know, watching the reviews and stuff like that. You know, um, I had to take a break from looking at the reviews, and so I just mm-hmm. I, I turned it over to Unique, and I was like, you look at the reviews, but you know, right. since. Since Axel's book came out, and you know, and we got the banner, you know, I I I kind of skim over them, but but I just like really like opening up Amazon and just looking at that banner. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But I will, right, I, I'll look for up, sure. I'll look and see what where our numbers are as far as you know how many ratings we got or whatever, you know. But I I try not to focus on the review. They don't bother me like they used to. You know, when you first started, and like you say, you get that first bad review, it's like a crush to your heart. And it's like, well, wait mm-hmm. a minute. Everybody mm-hmm. else said it was good. What, why, why did you say? What, what did you not read? Like, you know. But I say it, it doesn't bother me anymore. I just take it like a grain of salt. I'm just like, whatever. Okay. Right, because every book that's out there has got bad reviews. I mean, every mm-hmm. book. So mm-hmm. you, I mean, I think as authors, we want to tell the story, and we want everyone else to love it as much as we do. Well, that's just not going to happen. So yeah. Um, that was one of the big things is, is don't just don't read the reviews. Just don't, you know, it, it's one right. thing if they're like, well, there's misspellings or they keep misspelling this word or I'm not sure. You know, if it's a consistent thing that's being said, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, maybe I should look at that. Or maybe the formatting right. got wonky, you know, and, and moving it over. But mm-hmm. just the general, um, there was too much sex in this book. I, I had a, a friend of mine actually use that as one of her selling points. So she got a one star wow. review. And she, and she said, don't buy this book. There's too much sex in it. And she used it. She sold, like, a ton more books. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, because that's what, I mean, people can say whatever, but they're going to they're read that. And, like, I, 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 the book, if I read a book, it has to have that in there. If I come across a book and it says a clean romance, I'm going to go right past it. Yeah, it doesn't well, necessarily have to be. Read. Have to overpower yeah. the. Right, it's not that they have to overpower the book, but you know what I mean. But I want it in there. So that, sure. that was a good marketing sure. strategy on her. Yeah, yeah, it's very <laughs> funny. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here today, Miss Sonia. I really appreciate talking to thank you and Miss Unique. Thank you for Thanks reaching for out. Me. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, everybody, mm-hmm. if you want to find Miss Sonia's book. She is on Facebook and Instagram. You can also find her on Amazon, and her books are in Amazon KU and our Kindle Unlimited. And uh, we will have all the links to find her in the write-up of the show. So thank you again, ladies, for being here. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having, for having us. <laughs>
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is Patricia W. Fisher with Readers Entertainment Radio. Everyone, please stay safe out there. Find a good book and give yourself a little bit of a break every day. And we'll see you guys next week. Happy reading. This show brought to you by Circle of Seven Productions, www.cosproductions.com. Please be sure to subscribe and welcome to our circle.